0: it
1: back with a new series. Why do I have to announce myself? I don't know, but I do. So uh, I'm bored, to be honest. That's uh, one of the reasons why I'm doing this. Um, This is the the next installment or the the natural progression and growth of my previous series, which I never had a title for. Uh, I, I reviewed... Reviewed is not a good word. I talked about bands, discographies. These are bands that I liked... And I, I went through all their albums I did it with The Who, uh, Metallica, Iron Maiden, uh, Led Zeppelin, The Doors, The Beatles, Goldfinger, Saigon, Kick, Fade No More, Anthrax. I did it with a lot of bands. Um, it, I never gave it a series. I'm going to call this series, as you can probably see by the title, I love this album. And the reason I'm doing this is because I love this album that I'm going to talk about today and that I'm going to talk uh, talk about in this series that I'm going to continue to talk about. These are, uh, the idea was this, well, the, I should say the impetus for this is we're back in lockdown mode here in my city or in my state in Mexico, in Cuernavaca, Morelos, Mexico. And, uh, there's not really too much to do these days. Uh, a lot of most things are closed, um, which is why I started my series last time was out of boredom. Uh, part of the reason also for this too, I got a new camera. I don't think anybody knows that the, the camera is any different, but I, a new phone. And, uh, so new phone camera, everything is different. I just got it a week ago, I'm just trying to, to, uh, to test it out here, so I wanted to take it for a test drive. Um what else? These, now when I did the other albums, when I did all those discographies that I mentioned, I mentioned that some of those contain some of my very, very favorite albums ever. S- uh, Slayer, Rain and Blood, Iron Maiden, Power Slave, Master of Puppets, Uh, you know, a lot of those, a lot of my, what I consider my favorite albums ever were in, were from those bands' discographies. But there are still many, many albums that I, not only that I love, but that I would consider most of my, uh, you know, my, my favorite albums ever that, but they're, they're by bands whose, for whatever reason, I, I didn't do their whole discography. Either their discography was too short, or, um, I didn't have enough of their actual physical CDs to hold up to the camera for people to see, or um, you know, for, for some of them in, in some cases, in some of the ones I'm planning to do, they were, they were just kind of bands that were one and done. They were bands that I was not really into, but they made one amazing album, which is kind of what I'm going to start with today. Um, so that that's kind of the reason for doing this. So uh, I'm going to start right, right now with the official first episode of this new series called I Love This Album. And I'm going to start with, and I don't know why I'm starting with this one, but I chose today because I'm feeling it to start with. Root! Motley Crue, shout at the devil! I love this album. I'm going to say it again and again and again. I love this album. this This album came out in 1983, and I did get this album. Some of these albums I'm going to talk about, I got them long after they came out. Um, in some cases, I got them, you know, before the band was big. In some cases, the band was already established. I got. I did get this in 1983. I'm, I don't think it was entirely brand new when I got it at the time, um, but I did get it at that point in 1983. I was into uh, Iron Maiden, Van uh, Halen, AC/DC, Black Sabbath, Kiss. Uh, I guess at the end of '83 into into Metallica, but uh, you know, so Motley Crue was a, a new band at the time. This is. Um, Shout the Devil was only their second album, of course, but that was when I got into it. And if I remember correctly, the first time I ever heard anything from from Shout the Devil, I saw the video for Looks That Kill, and I saw that video 18 billion times through the 80s and uh, 90s, I guess, even into the 90s, and I loved it right from the start. Uh, it, It was new, fresh, it was... Along the same lines of, of music that I liked, it was considered, at the time, heavy metal. Yes, Motley Crue was considered a heavy metal band at the time, and uh, you know, it, it was in line. They didn't sound like ACDC or Black Sabbath or Van Halen, but it was in that same kind of vein. And I do remember when I saw the video for um, for Looks That Kill, I did, I'm sure I thought at some point, or I wondered maybe if, if Vince Neil was a girl, or maybe I saw pictures of him. <clears throat> I think I didn't know his name at the time. It was kind of like, uh, maybe like with, with wrestling, with professional wrestling. Wrestling is that you, uh, you know it's fake. In your heart, you know it's fake. And, but then sometimes something will, will give you a little reason to pause and think, oh, maybe it's not fake. I think that was the same with Vince Neil. I knew he was a guy all along, but then I thought, is he a girl? And I, I remember one of my friends, this guy called Jim Henderson, swore, that he was a girl. I guess we didn't know that his name was Vince at the time. So um, so I, I loved uh, Looks to Kill when I first heard it. I don't know when it was, at what point in 83 that I heard that song. I don't know at what point in 83 Shout the Devil came out, but I loved it. Man, imagine being, uh, I was 13 years old in 1983. Now imagine being 13 years old and these guys that come out, and they did maybe a little bit subconsciously remind me of Kiss. Because, you know, they're, they're kind of wild and crazy looking. They wore makeup. Um, they were loud, rude, and aggressive, as, as Motley Crue themselves used to say. But, uh, th- this album, it, eh, you know, I, I, I hate to say it blew me away or it, it was a game changer. Whatever cliche you, you prefer to see, to say, that was what I thought about this album. Now I got this in, um, before people – I've talked about this before – before vinyl was vinyl. Vinyl was always vinyl, but before people referred to it as vinyl, it's somehow become cool in the last half or many years. Um, you bought it because you, you had a choice of either vinyl or, or tapes, and I like vinyl. Now this was um, – the, the original vinyl came on uh, or it came in a gatefold uh, album, a gatefold uh, sleeve that, that opened up like this. And it was this album, it was it was divided in the middle. Um, Nikki Six and Vince Neal on one side and uh Mick Mars and Tommy Lee. It opened up like that. And just everything, the looks, uh Nikki Six doing this, the, the fire behind them, the leather, the studs. Unbelievable when I was thirteen years old. You know, and I think being thirteen in nineteen eighty-three was very different than being thirteen in twenty twenty-one or two thousand twenty-one, however you like to say it. Uh but I just couldn't believe it. The the album cover was uh it had the embossed pentagram. Kind of not a hologram, but it was um you could kind of see it depending on how you held the light. This was not the original album cover. The original album cover, it's not in here, but it was uh it was uh it was this and this, but instead of this picture it had the, the pentagram. And I, I couldn't believe it. And then I when I when I bought the album and I heard it. And uh, In the Beginning was, uh, and still is, it hasn't changed the first track, and imagine imagine being 13 years old and hearing something like In the Beginning, it was kind of scary, a very, uh, and I can, I, I'll never ever obviously forget it, to me it's, uh, it's like anything. In the Beginning, good always overpowered the evils of all men's sins, but in time the nations grew weak and our cities felt the slums while evil stood strong. In the dust of hell lurk the blacks of, blacks of hates, for he whom you fear awaits you. Now many, many lifetimes later, lay destroyed, beaten down, only a corpses of rebels, ashes of dreams and bloodstained streets. It has been written that those who have the youth have the future. So come now, children of the beast, be strong, and shout at the devil. Thirteen years old and hear that, and then and then it goes into I'm not going to, to sing the, the, the melody or the music of Shout the Devil. Um, that was, I guess, almost as heavy as it got at that time. As I said, I got into uh, Metallica around the same time. That was heavy shit uh, in the beginning, and to shout the devil was just uh, devastating. I loved it. And they, they, it, it was um, everything about it. Even when I was 13 years old, I, I knew that this was the kind of music that I loved, uh, it was a little bit different than, than Black Sabbath and everything, but it, it did sound good. Um, going through this track by track, as I said in the beginning, and Shout the Devil, Amazing, Looks the Kill, I already knew that one. Uh Bastard, again, imagine being 13 years old. This was when, when music didn't, people, bands back then didn't really swear or, you know, um, Bastard, Bastard was really different. I, I, imagine, again, being 13 years old and hearing a song that starts with out go the lights. In goes my knife. Pull out his life. Consider that bastard dead. And uh, get on your knees. Please beg me. Please. The king of sleeves. Don't try to rape me. And then at the end he says, uh, you're not going to fuck with me. Uh, uh, just, just turn my head upside down hearing something like that. Bastard was and maybe is still my favorite. I should say before I get too, too much further, I'm going to repeat this many, many times in all these albums I talk about. For me, this is a top 10 of all-time album. I don't, I don't want to talk about Motley Crue's whole discography. Uh, they got it really, really right with this one. They missed horribly with, with some other ones. But this this is a perfect album, so that, that's my thought about um, Shout the Devil. Uh, what's next? God Bless the Children of the Beast. I talked about this a little bit um, when I talked about some of the other... Um, man's discography is about filler, and I think I might even mentioned, God Bless the Children of the Beast. Filler, but to me, good filler. It was just a 40, 50 second instrumental, um, but but really, really cool sounding, and it still had that, even though it was acoustic guitar, it still had that really cool, dark vibe to it. It wasn't like a happy, you know, acoustic guitar sounding light song. It still had the, the cool, dark Motley Crue vibe. Um, Helter Skelter, obviously a Beatles cover. I'm sure at the time, I guess because I saw the liner notes, I knew that Helter Skelter. I know for a fact that I had never heard the Beatles version, the original version before. Helter Skelter by Motley Crue is my introduction to that song, and to me, my still the definitive version of that song. What are you gonna say? You're gonna argue with me? I was 13 years old when I heard it. I never heard the Beatles Helter Skelter. I think at that time I didn't know anything about Charles Manson or anything like that. It just sounded like a cool title. And uh the guitar at the beginning. And, dun, 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 dun Very heavy. Maybe one of the best covers ever. Motley Crue did, did uh, Helter Skelter perfectly. Uh Red Hot, which was the, the first song on side two, going back to the album. Uh To the top, we are Red Hot. Amazing song. Um, too Young to Fall in Love, they did a video for that later, which I, I probably saw as many times as Looks That Kill, and I love that video. It, it was very similar to All Hells Breaking Loose by Kiss. Love the video, love the song. Uh, Knock Em Dead, Kid, Ah, that that could be a favorite too. I, I said Bastard. "Knock 'em Dead, In the Heat of the Night. Um, what else? I, I heard a, a, a steel bed of the sky. Well, in the heat of the night. You went and blackened my eyes, um, I'm back, I'm back, and I'm, and I'm primed for hate, uh, Well, I'm supercharged, might just, might just explode in your face. Very, very violent lyrics. Bands didn't really sing, uh, at least the bands that I was listening to, they weren't so... Molly Crew, to me, was very over-the-top back then, and there's another album that I'm going to talk about at some point um, that could be similar, that had the same uh that, that got the same reaction from me. Uh yeah, Knock 'em Dead Kid, yeah, that could be my favorite. Or Ten Seconds, uh Ten Seconds to Love. Uh also a favorite. It's about sex in the subway. And I loved it. Ten uh, Knock 'em Dead Kid was about fighting. I think about fighting with with cops. Um and then the last song was uh Danger, which was I wouldn't say a ballad. It was no not a definitely not a ballad. Uh, another kind of, you know, violent um the, the, this whole album had a very violent sound, sorry, violent lyrics, and the sound matched it. The sound, Motley Crue never even came close to, 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 um, not, for me, not only not topping this album, but, but coming close to, um, the, just everything was perfect. The, the, the guitars were, they they just, they just sounded like razors. They just cut through you so sharp. They never came close to that again. What a disappointment it was when Theater of Pain came out in 1985. And um, before that was uh, Too, uh, Too Fast for Love, which I only got into after I bought Shout the Devil, which a lot of people would say that's their favorite, Kevin Montevon, I know that's his favorite. But for me, Shout the Devil is, uh, I, I would say not just one of my favorites, it's its one of the few perfect albums that I could say that's, that's a perfect album. Uh, a, a real gem in Motley Crue's, otherwise kind of, somewhat questionable uh, uh, catalog, especially later in the last... I won't get into that. I'm not going to talk about their whole discography. But um, Shout the Devil, huge music, for, huge album for me, because that opened me up to other music, to, you know, that, that Sunset Strip music then. Uh, it was Rat a little bit later, and uh, I guess quite later, Guns N' Roses, Faster Pussycat, maybe Poison... Uh, some of the lesser bands, Bang Tango, um, Bullet Boys, so, so Shout Out the Devil was, uh, I guess, kind of a, a little bit of a gateway album for me, very, very important. So I, I think that's all for uh, for Motley Crew. Shout Out the Devil, and uh, I'm going to continue this, I'm going to go on with, uh, do some other albums, maybe I'm going to do this once a week. But the main thing to remember is, I love this album!